the world's oldest man passed away, massive asteroids safely zooms by Earth, after Omicron we could use a break, and Super Bigote, y su mano de hierro. Hello and welcome to English with Justino, a podcast designed for you to learn English vocabulary, expressions, culture, and maybe even some grammar along the way. This podcast is for those already speaking a little English at an intermediate level. The idea here is to listen and learn from a native English speaker in a natural way. The way you first learned your native language, by hearing it. Okay, forward we go. Enjoy! Episode 26. Las Noticias en Inglés. Lentamente. Welcome and good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're listening. It's been a slow news day, and what better way to improve your English but to hopefully listen to what you've already heard in the news in your native language. I suggest you listen to this and other podcasts many times if you want to improve your English. Today, there's not going to be a normal past, present, and future summary, but with luck, these stories will sound familiar if you are a newsy person. And, as always, please visit www.oyehustino.com to find this podcast and transcriptions to many other weekly stories. Listening to and following along with transcripts is a good way to learn a new language. Please send me an email and let me know what you think of the news today. I'd love to hear from you. And now to the news. Enjoy! The world's oldest man passed away peacefully in Spain after a full and long life. Madrid, Spain. Saturnino de la Fuente, a Spaniard described by Guinness Book of World Records as the world's oldest man, died Tuesday at the age of 112 years and 341 days, the record agency said. De La Fuente passed away at home in León, a city in northwest Spain. It said, Guinness Book of World Records named De La Fuente as the world's oldest man in September when he was 112 years and 211 days. It said he was born in Puente Castro neighborhood of León on February 11, 1909. De La Fuente was a cobbler by trade and started working in a shoe factory at age 13. Spain's state-run news agency EFAE reported. He survived the Spanish flu pandemic that broke out in 1918, and with his wife Antonia, had seven daughters and one son, followed by 14 grandchildren and 22 great-grandchildren, it said. He is to be buried today at the local cemetery near Lyon. A massive asteroid safely zooms by Earth a million miles away. A huge asteroid made its closest approach to two centuries, Tuesday, January 18th, flying quite safely past our planet. Asteroid 7482, which is classified as a near-Earth asteroid, only got within five lunar distances of our planet, the equivalent of 1 million miles, or 1.6 million kilometers. The Virtual Telescope Project, which is based in Rome, hosted a live stream allowing viewers to watch the 3,400-foot-wide, 1-kilometer object during the closest part of its flyby, which occurred at 4.51 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, North America. Any asteroids or comets, which can be very loosely defined as icy space rocks, trailed by gassy tails that come within 1.3 astronomical units, or 120.9 million miles, or 194.5 million kilometers, qualify as near-Earth objects, according to NASA. One astronomical unit is equal to the average distance between Earth and the Sun. While there are no objects out there that may pose an immediate threat for Earth, NASA does keep its eyes peeled. 
through partner telescopes in space and on the ground, it monitors and hunts these objects while assessing potentially hazardous zones through the Planetary Defense Coordination Office. The agency also tests out technology for potential planetary defense, including double asteroid redirectional test that will seek to alter the path of an asteroid moonlet in the fall of 2022. After Omicron, we could use a break. We may get it, according to some scientists. By month 25 of the COVID-19 pandemic, we all probably should have learned to try not to anticipate what SARS-CoV-2 virus is going to do next. It has so consistently defied predictions. But the tsunami of the Omicron wave is tempting us all the same, in large part because of the inescapable fact far more people will have some immunity to COVID-19 than was the case before the wave began. Many will have what is effectively a hybrid immunity from both vaccination and infection. As a result, some experts think we may get a break from COVID, this roller coaster after Omicron. It could be a respite, if you will, after the punishing months of the Delta and Omicron waves with their millions of cases that began at the beginning of last summer. Caveats are abound, and most experts who spoke of this weren't ready to predict that a reprieve, if it comes, will be actually an end to the pandemic to the point where a SARS-CoV-2 pivots to become endemic, but they generally agree that the accumulation of population immunity could slow things down, at least for a while. Super bigote y su mano de hierro. Super mustache. Sounds like a job for Venezuelan socialist superhero. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a Venezuelan propaganda campaign designed to burnish Nicolas Maduro's strongman credentials with the help of a caped crusader called Super Bigote, or Super Mustache in English. The muscle-bound cartoon superhero, who bears an unmistakable resemblance to Venezuelan's president, has been met with acclaim or derision, depending on which side of the country's bitter political schism viewers stand. Pro-Maduro politicians have eulogized the indestructible beefcake, who appears on a state television using his superpower an iron left fist to protect their socialist homeland from a Donald Trump-like villain. It's fantastic. Don't miss it, the Deputy Commerce Minister Louis Villegas Ramirez tweeted after his latest installment in which Super Mustache tried to send Cuban, Russian, and Chinese COVID vaccines to Venezuelan citizens only for the U.S. to block delivery with the help of Maduro's domestic enemies. We'll destroy them at last. They'll suffer. They'll weep. They'll be the global epicenter of the pandemic, the dastardly imperialistic brags in heavily accented Spanish before Super Mustache saves the day. Nobody messes with Super Bigote, state television channel VTV boasted on Twitter. Maduro's foes have savaged the series with pundits decrying what some called an attempt to build a cult of personality, or even an attempt at mind control. Others wondered why the supposedly omnipotent Super Mustache had failed to shield his country from humanitarian catastrophe. Julio Borges, a prominent opposition leader, suggested Super Destroyer of Venezuela would be more appropriate name. Maduro means misery and corruption. Borges tweeted alongside photographs of Venezuelans scavenging for food. Guillermo Zubiaga, a Venezuelan specialist at the Americas, Society Council of the Americas, said there was a logic to the seemingly frivolous cartoon. He believed spin doctors hoped Super Mustache would emphasize the invincibility of a politician who, against all odds, 
overcame a relentless U.S.-backed campaign to topple him. His superpower is the staying power he has, said Zubiaga, pointing to the critical support from China and Russia, whose deputy foreign minister, Sergei Rapkov, last week refused to rule out sending troops to Venezuela if tensions with the U.S. continue to rise. The message they are trying to convey is that they are in total control. Maduro is not the first authoritarian to be cast in a comic book. In 2016, Chinese propagandists produced a cartoon version of their leader, Xi Jinping, in which the Communist Party boss played whack-a-mole with corrupt officials. A year later, Moscow hosted an art exhibition called Super Putin, featuring sculptures and paintings celebrating Vladimir Putin's superhero side. One showed Putin in a skin-tight Superman costume with the initials SP written on his chest. What some are saying. Some say they think it's effective and we shouldn't dismiss it. And added, if you repeat it so much, people will start to believe it. Does Super Bigote or Super Mustache have power? Do you believe it? And that's the news for today. I hope you enjoyed hearing these stories, and I hope you already heard these in your own country and your own language as well. It'll definitely help with the podcast in English. What do you think of the news? Do you have any news stories to tell me about? Do you have any comments about the news stories? I would love to hear what they are, and if you mention them to me, I'll talk about them in a new podcast. Send me a message at english at oyejustino.com or visit our website at www.oyejustino.com to find transcripts, podcasts, and vocabulary flashcards. And again, have a great week. Bye-bye for now.